I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Can you hear the boil of my my little corsi? Uh, cosori, cosori, my cosori electric... Um, tea kettle. I am getting my decaf latte. Everyone get your snackies, get your drinkies of choice. Mm. And join me. Was it midday in California? So wherever you are, hi in the chat, hi on the in the live. Got Jay Styling in there. How you doing? Okay, let me know, please, how my sound is. I'm on a different uh, mic. It's so hard because the program, the Blog Talk radio program, there's a bit of a delay. So I'm trying to see different options with sound to see if I can have less of a delay. All right, if you happen to be new to this podcast, glad you found us. Got a great community here, great people. Get great guests on. Um, very open to input also if you want it. Um, all of you, any of you, if you've been listening for a while or you're just new to the podcast, um, if you have any comments, suggestions, topic suggestions, guest suggestions, something you want more of, less of, um, email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, if you want to find out more happenings of what I'm doing, you can also email there, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Also, love to have you over at um, Instagram to connect with me. Follow me on Instagram and also YouTube to subscribe. Doing some fun things on YouTube and getting into some shorts as well. Doing little clips and shorts and um, more pick a card reading there. So if that's something that you're interested in, just mosey on over there and subscribe and get the notifications um other ways to connect with me of course patreon soul playground mentor cam um but i'm really doing a lot more on instagram and my youtube channel combining in here with awakenings and got some good things coming up in the next few months that i can't wait to talk to you all about all right if you want to listen by chat, that's fine. If you want to connect by phone, that number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad if you want to get on air. And then make sure you don't walk too far from the phone, right? 
Okay, second half of the program, we're going to have Catherine Shainberg on. We're going to be talking about the Kabbalah of light and diving into other things, um, metaphysical, transpersonal. Uh, she's also a transpersonal psychologist, which I am as well, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, oh, hey, Michelle, there was a little lag in the chat, so others might join in soon. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's been... I've had last um, week people told me they couldn't get in the chat, so that was interesting. Um, some couldn't access it, some it booted them out. So anyway, uh, Jay, how's my sound? Let me know how my sound. How's the how's the sound? How's the sound? Um, I want to talk about the energy shifts. I've been talking about it in the pick a cards. I've been talking about it on Instagram, of course, Patreon, and my other workshops and things. I've been talking about it a lot and kind of preparing people for this. I mean, this is very, I cannot under, underscore how important this time is and how um, transformative it can be if you follow the energy, if you align to the energy. I know for some it is a little bit – you hear me moving around. I'm trying to – my next-door neighbor's yard goes to my backyard, and they're doing some kind of construction or something. <clears throat> anyway, I could hear pound to pound. Um, so I'm going to talk about that, understanding how to line to the energy. That's what a lot of metaphysics occultism is, really understanding energetic patterns. So let's get the callers, 347-539-5122. And then I'm going to – oh, thank you, Jay, about the sound. Let's get the first caller. Again, if you did have a question or a comment, please press 1 on your keypad to get on Hello? air. Hi, you're on air. Hi. Emma, how are you? Emma, hi. Great, great. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's been – it's been really rough. I'm just wondering energetically. Um, I don't know what's going on. I fell and I hurt my ankle. This is like three weeks ago. It's not bad. I mean, it's a fracture, but it's I don't need surgery. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just it's like every time I try to move forward, I feel like literally I'm tripping and <laughs> like doing something. I'm just wondering, mm. do you feel something getting better by the next couple of months or even this month, you know? Let's see. I do, but now, you know, it's interesting. You said every time you kind of go forward, you see you're tripping. <clears throat> One of the yep. things I'm seeing with so many people right now, not a lot, yeah, I'm, I, I, I kind of just, I, I don't know how to, it, and let me, <laughs> let me, let me come back up. <laughs> when you, when you start shifting and really letting the higher self lead, it's going to all make sense. But a lot okay. of what's happening right yeah, a lot of what's happening right now is we're trying to push or manage things or we have a certain vision, and a lot of it is really on an ego level, even if it's a higher ego level, even if it's an sure. ego level that, oh, my, right, like, oh, this is really something great to do or positive. There really is this internal software, inner software of us that is changing that's also affecting how we, the outer software, how we do things. Yes. 
Now, I'm like, part of that is the body. So there is, and of course, that Uranus and Taurus, Taurus also has to do with the, not only Mother Earth, the Earth, things of the, all things of the Earth, but the body. Our oh. body is an extension. Yes, our body is an extension of the Earth. It is the Earth. You know, ashes to ashes. You know, we go, we go back to the Earth. So this, this part of the awakening, soul alignment, it's all, the ascension, getting out of the extremes of polarity, is greatly affecting the physical body, all things physical, material yes. plane. Yes. So there are little mishaps. There are little, um, you know, I, I've known people that are working on even major health issues, Um yeah, so it can be that, and literally there can be tripping up. It's 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 almost it's it's as if the um, the higher self is intervening, or the quantum yeah, universe. Yeah, that it's totally like makes sense. Something, right? Does it make sense? Yes. Yeah, I mean, and then it's also I don't know if you're aware of this, but energetically, your left side of the body. I know energy, some of it, but um, the left side of the body represents disappointment in your past. And your right side, which is yep. what I hurt my ankle, is your is your future. It's your it's your moving forward side. So it makes complete sense to me. Yes, and the right side though of our body is also rep- is is the left is is uh, <clears throat> the male side. Ah, so that okay. side wants to go. It wants to move forward. Yeah, because the left quadrant or left hemisphere of the brain, left quadrant, is the male aspect. And the left side of the brain controls the okay. right. You know, it's, it's, it's ah, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. So, well, I mean, do you good, feel like, like good? Your pop, huh? I'm sorry. What were you saying? And then I'll say something. Go ahead. Well, it's good that you're pausing and going. Oh, what does this mean? You know, what's the symbol? Yeah, because that's how. You know, the subconscious, the creative unconscious, that everything is symbolism. Everything is archetypal energy. Everything is archetype. I mean, we experience and express through, I mean, like an icon, an avatar. Yes. We are these, we are these symbolisms, um, whether you even look at it psychologically, mythologically, uh, astrologically, uh, mathematically. So it's good that you're pausing and saying, what's the message here? Yeah, because that's so you're getting the message now. And listen, I went through this a few years ago. I kind of tend to go through things a little sooner so I can, I guess, talk about it. My my assistant, because I was complaining at the time and she's like, well, Michelle, can you talk about this if you don't go through it yourself? (laughs) 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 Right. It's so true. Yeah, and I can tell you, once I started going with it, I mean, even my psychic ability, channeling, remote, everything just heightened. I had that was we talked about. I I was hearing ohms, I was hearing celestial sounds. Um, I was literally starting to find money on the street, and I don't mean a dime or a nickel. I'm talking fifty, sixty, sixty-five, forty, twenty dollars. You know, all these things. uh, People were giving me things just that I would meet, nice jewelry, just interesting things. Um, So it really is this kind of, and it is a little, it's a 
space of trust because on some level it feels like we're not really doing anything or making something happen or directing yes. our life. One of the things my guides told me was like, um, well, you know your higher self never sleeps. Yeah. And we don't True. either. And so we are getting things done by even putting things in motion and the intention, following it through with an action step or not, you know, that alignment is happening. Whether we, the little us, is per- perceiving it's making it. <clears throat> so I feel with you, one of the things that can help is just more unstructured activity, which is accessing okay. more the right side of the brain. So. Okay. You know, and and it's interesting in there you're going to then align your individual flow more to the universal flow or cosmic flow, what's what's actually happening, and then and then your solutions can come from there or insights or or chance meetings, They're, they'll come more from that synchronistic space. You know, it's just weird that the ego we haven't been trained to do this. This, this is like. All this kind of way of living has a negative connotation in our in our world. You know, yeah. it, it, it's very Taoist in a way. It's very. <clears throat> I like. I, I have the book um, Ching, and we actually had the author on years ago. Um, let's pull her. I'm putting a list together. Uh, Carol K. Anthony. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that greatly helps me because a lot what I found now I know the hex I mean I've been studying it I don't know for twenty some odd years but now I know the hexagrams and what they mean and I can just sometimes I'll even just pause and I'll ask the question or what's right action you know what do I need to do what's what is what's tripping up here what's going on and sometimes I'll get a flash and then of course that's the the hexagram that I end up choosing you know or as soon as I open the book and choose it I go oh I get it I get it I get it yep yep, yeah and it's I I listen to a lot of motivational speakers and like just like reels online the social media and one of them was very fascinating very quickly he goes always think of every moment as a time to reset and that really Mm -hmm. stuck with me I'm like Mm -hmm. all right okay reset 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 that's Uh my mantra for the next yeah yeah and yeah um I talked about this. Well, I don't. I don't think I talked about it in the here, but I, I definitely know I talked about it in my monthly Patreon group, um, and I think in some of the pick a card I touched on it. Just what you're talking about is what every, people need to be doing right now. This is reset, yeah. redo, recalibrate, reallocate. This is the time to pause and go. And feel where is the tr- energy leading me? Oh, I did. I did do a, a, about momentum. I think I did do a post on my Instagram about this. These okay. little things I'm posting, guys. I know they're cute and fun, but it's it's they're they're, they're algorithms. They're they're distilled, yes. dialed down stuff. Right, that's easy to do. And I gave an example in one of my workshops that. I noticed one area of something, a, a project, well, it's not a project, it's a company that I've been working with. Um, and I just felt less energy there, less pulled, and they've been changing some stuff. But I'm still, I'm still doing work through them as a consultant. Of course, as, as soon as I let go, then, then you know, some people 
requested my services. And I thought, but that's fine. And I'm giving this example because it means I don't have to do anything. But I am feeling, in other words, I don't need to put anything more there. Whatever ends up happening exactly. Well, no, there, that's, it. that's exactly it. You know, it's like sense? the universe is basically saying, listen to me, just pause. And literally, I can't do any. It's just I, I, my ego, I'm going to just say that. I'm a little sad because it's August. I'm in Connecticut. And I, this is the last month of summer pretty much. And this, yeah. I can't do anything. <laughs> so that was, that's the only thing I'm like, oh my goodness. I just want to be by water one last month I have. And I can't really go because I have to take care of this. So it's a little bit, you know, well, I'm look a little, at where, little bittersweet. Yeah, yeah. So that's, so I would be with that, support yourself in that, your, those feelings and, and perception. And then yeah. ask yourself, what can I do or what I meant to do? Believe me, when I had this situation a few years ago, it was very similar. There was things that I just couldn't do logistically. Yes. You know, I could. there were certain things I couldn't do. I was also, <clears throat> I had a lot of plans, and I was taking care of Yoshi, ran the clock, sometimes only sleeping one or two hours a night for weeks at a time. So logistically, I wanted to get going on YouTube. There was, I wanted to do this. I wanted to travel. I wanted to, and there was like, no, no, no. My car even had an issue. So when that happens, that's a message. And then really it's your higher self saying, we don't want you messing this up. We don't want you intervening. And it's about going deeper within. Yes. Yes. Deeper within, deeper within. Yes. Because you're preparing a, a, a re, like you said, resetting. You're resetting so that there's a a better foundation for a bigger game that you're going to be Literally, playing. because the foundation yes. is your feet. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, exactly. my goodness. Oh, my gosh. I, so, yeah. so, like, just wrapping it up, do you feel like September, like, um, September, October is going to be better for me, like, because I think this is another depends, couple of weeks. You know what? I'm going to be really honest. This is why I'm offering so many things. I'm going to be doing more on YouTube. I do. This is free to people. I keep my Patreon really low. I do okay. Instagram. Okay. Here's just what I'll say to you and everyone. It depends what you do now. See, the thing is, the energy doesn't just shift magically. It's by what we do, like, listening to those messages, those signs, and seeing, yes, yes, if people, if you, if other people, myself, if you, if you get with the program, which is really your inner program, yes, things do improve or get better, and, and, and on the outside, it maybe looks like luck or something shifted, it's really important to work with the energy, whether you're looking at the transit energetically or astrologically or numerically. You, it, working with the energy pattern of what is yeah. always brings what's life enhancing, All, always brings the benefit. Yeah. You know, so for okay. you in two to three to five minutes, I don't know what it is, but I do know that you're getting some message there about not tripping yourself up. And this is what I'm seeing with a lot of people. It's, if I wanted to do this, this vision, instead of going within and going, what is the deeper call for me? What does my soul want to do? Yeah. What does it want to yeah. be? And it's sometimes, so unfortunately, it's very different, right? It's very different than the ego part of us. 
It's well, like one thing is for sure, I, I mean, even though I'm in the middle of this, I definitely feel, and today and yesterday was, actually since the new moon, which was last Thursday, I've, it, yeah. it, things have shifted in the sense of, like, I feel release. I feel at ease. I feel more at peace where I was, like, the first two weeks of this is agitated and, and just just very fiery type of energy. It was just well, that agitation, irritation, it, agitation, it, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, always when we change, there's always resistance. And, in fact, yeah. sometimes the more resistance you get, in fact, I talked about this on one of my courses, counter-intention, the more the, that means you're shifting. It's like, it's like weightlifting. You go to the gym, you're, yeah. what makes the muscle is the resistance of, the, of you, the weight. The weight's heavy and you're pushing it up. So yeah. when you get resistance, there is a shift. We're always shifting. It just depends, is that shift in alignment to either the greater good or to moving uh, what we perceive as moving forward? Yes. So we could be shifting downward or upward. Yes. But resistance, when I see resistance in myself or my clients, I go, oh, whoo, this is good. And they're like, oh, I hate it. What are you talking about? And I'm like, because that means something is happening. It's starting yeah. to bite the, the process, whether it's a therapeutic process or a universal process, an inner process, higher self process, it's now starting to bite. And, and yeah. the thing that's kind of counter common sense is we need to go with that. Yep, exactly. Right? Embrace it and flow with, yes. with what Embra- is. And embrace yes. the resistance and go, woo, yes. you don't really like this. Okay, okay, wow, you hate this. Like the guy and girls do too, women, in the gym, oh, oh, they, they're like grunting. They got to get that weight up, you know, and it's like they don't put it down, and, and, but they, they and forget it. They have that weight and they're grunting to push through the resistance. In the tarot, it's the five of wands. Five of wands and, and five of wands, uh, Six of Wands to some degree, but Five of Wands, Seven of Wands, Nine of Wands, those wands, especially the Five and the Nine, that strength okay. to, pers- to push. All right, Alma, thanks for the question and the, and the insights you. For us that you shared, too. That's going to help so many people because so many people are at this place. I'm just sitting I know it looks like probably to some of my clients and people I work with, oh, this is so easy for Michelle. No, I already went through this, and it was, I had my, I call it my kvetching, my kvetching moment. I, I had my, and then I realized, Michelle, you're not going to be able to do it. You have to just fully go into this because it's you, it's your higher self, your soul. I just have to go into this. There's no yeah. making it happen or doing it a different way. I just have to lean and then into it's just that. Really, and then, it's kind of like, it, it really, to wrap it, it's really just being benched. I talk about this when I'm writing my books and stuff. It's like you're the warrior. You know when to fight, in air quotes, and you know when to be benched. And that doesn't mean it's down in the dumps. It's more like time to renew, reset, hydrate, yeah. all that stuff. Take care of yourself. Exactly. Nurturing. Yeah. 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 Well, it's going to be sense. different things for different people. That's what that that's the whole thing. It's signaling something. Yeah. But tripping up it's signaling not that way for many people. The the block, but the thing is is the is the deeper part of us is the block saying no, 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 no. Don't go that way. 
that. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, keep us posted how things go. Thank, I yeah. will. I will. Thank you so much. Take good care. Okay. You too. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. Such a good question and insight. Thanks, Alma, for calling in because I'm telling you, I'm seeing it in quite a few people. And especially if you're a really good manifester, it's like if you're used to making things happen or controlling things, it's like, yikes, it's that deeper part. Okay, let's see. Let's get to callers. Hello. Hello, hello. You're hello. Hi. Who's hello. this? Hi. Is this Colette? Yeah, you're on air. Hi. Hi. What's your can you hear name? me? I can. What's mm-hmm. your first name? Colette. Hey, Colette. Hi. Hi. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Um, we have a weird delay here on Blog Talk Rates. Sometimes people have less reviews. Michelle always talks over the guests, and it's like, uh, <laughs> not really. I just, there's a weird delay here, so everybody knows. Uh, anyway, uh, what's maybe. your your question, or what do you want to share? Well, my question is, I um, I recently met a wonderful man who I know is a quality person. Um, but he's told me that he's got a lot going on, so it seems that he's unavailable. And he told me he's healing from being separated from his daughter due to a divorce a couple years ago. So he's moving eight hours away to live near her, yet we have a beautiful connection when we're together. So my question is, is this the man for me? Is he worth waiting for? Unavailable. When you first started telling me and then he told you, um, Boy, oh, boy. He just said he's really not good. boyfriend material right now because he's healing because of his daughter. Yeah. But the hope is With that I feel that's an excuse. I, I feel like um, I feel like he wasn't very present in his short-term present. I even feel in his marriage. Um. He's trying to make up for lost time is what I'm hearing. So I don't know if he was separated from his daughter for quite a while or what was going on there. Um, a year and a half. Okay, okay. Um, oh, Colette, I don't think so. I mean, you guys might try to keep in contact or keep in contact a bit. I just feel he's he's kind of self-punishing. I don't know if you saw that part of him. I I have, yeah. Okay, yeah. I feel like he's in this. He has that side anyway, but I feel like it came out a lot, you know, recently and perhaps with the separation. Um, I just feel he's not available. I, part of it is I feel he doesn't want to go through what he went through. He knows what commitment is and what it takes. I, I, I'm yeah. not going to say he'll never have commitment again, but I think it's going to be a really long time. And even if he tries to, see, there's also this, like, little self-fulfilling prophecy. I feel whether he gets with you or someone else, he's not going to be totally there or available because he's healing, he's this, he's that, work, this, that, whatever. And then it's going to be like, see, the relation. I'm, I can't give you what you want. So right. there's something in him about going into this deeper level of um, 
intimacy that he hasn't really done with himself, so he can't do with another, even his mm-hmm. former, his ex. But it's easier for him to do that on a surface level with a, with a child, you know, with a, a, you know, his child. So that's right. the closest, see, that, that's a safe intimacy. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's seeming like, oh, I'm healing, I'm building this relationship back, I'm getting ahead. But he's really not. But that's where he's at right now. And I feel in the, I, as far as I'm looking in the foreseeable future, he, he seems to be in that place. Because he's going to get enough satisfaction, enough intimacy. There's going to be the next reason. Um, he is lovely, but there's a, there's a lot of wounding there that hasn't been addressed. And I think you're mm-hmm. seeing the potential. Yeah. I think you're seeing the potential, and that potential is real because it is always real. It's spirit, but does it get actualized in human form in the earth experience? And that takes emotional healing, mental, emotional, psychological healing. So that yeah, yeah, it's it's hard for me because I haven't time, so I've put him kind of on a pedestal, and I fall really hard for people, so it's, it's yeah. very difficult right now. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah. And, and you are holding on to however small, the truth of the connection, the, 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 you know, the potential, but people don't always actualize the potential. So that's something I would say to you to the dream may not be with him but don't let go of the dream you know what you want um mm-hmm. and i do feel he was saying he wasn't available all along so your thing may be to really listen but also observe and and perhaps not over connect you know not have a bit of a space or a boundary to see what unfolds right right that might be helpful yeah, but I and get you, it. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. Do you Go see ahead. that there might be other women involved, or I just kind of wonder about that too? Um, there can't. Uh, let's see. Let me ask because I get there can be. That's why I said even if he, it doesn't matter if it's you or someone else he commits to, which he may to somebody in the area, something that's a bit easier he's still going to have the same, well, this is all I can give you. I'm healing or I'm trying to build my relationship back with my daughter or, you know, I'm working on this or I don't have enough time. You know, he's not, I don't care who it is, you know, whatever the the fantasy chick or girl is in the pop culture, he's not going to be able to be there. Okay. Yeah, a lot with his self-worth, self-esteem, finance. Even it financially, there's some issues there. Um, so will he date? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, he can only go so far. Okay. Yeah. And it's probably going to take a long time. I feel, honestly, with this person, the energy that I'm seeing as I'm, I'm getting in his energetic field, I, I don't I feel like it's, he's gone to his level. I, I feel even if he marries, it's going to be the same. He, he's, oh, he's wow. like, he's like dejected. 
You know what I mean? I don't see him springing back. But I see, because I also feel this was part of what was going on in his marriage. So this is not something new, right? This unavailability uh-huh. or this, this, this emotional distance or walled off. Right. I think it worked for you guys because it just went it went so far. But as it was going further, then he had this reason with his daughter, you know, to pull, to, um, you know, to pull back. Right. Instead of the good. Instead of how can we do this, you know? Or I really want you to meet her, you know, heal. I'm working on this. How can? Because the fact of the matter is. A child, relationship is not going to be totally fulfilling. People need something for themselves, hobbies, meaningful work, and meaningful relationships, whether significant other, one-on-one, and friends. So to collapse all that, that's why I'm saying that's really not healthy, to put all that into I'm healing and going to be with my daughter to heal. Mm-hmm. That's really not what's going on. Mm-hmm. I see. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole different thing if someone says, look, I need to be, I, I'm now allowed to see my daughter. I need to be closer to her to build back this relationship. How can we do this? Or maybe we see long distance, what works out. You know, there's a, there's a recognition of what one is getting on an adult level, adult to adult, you know, that type of relationship. And is seeing that as something that is beneficial, is helpful, is supportive. They w- would want that support. So, again, a I little. think it's a good excuse. Yeah, I just think it's yeah. an excuse. But that's where and he's then, at. And then there's the punishment. You know, the self-punishment is what I'm hearing with him as well. Yeah, yeah, I get that too. I feel that from him too. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's always apologizing, yeah. like, sorry I acted this way. or <laughs> Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That would not stop in the marriage. Oh, I can't do that. I'm sorry I can't be there for you. I, I'm just sorry I can't do that. I'm just sorry, you know. So I think, again, the potential is there. But then you've got, again, one thing that could be helpful is asking yourself in certain situations, not that you want a clone of you, but enough of a match, what would I do in this situation or what do I want? Once you get clear on that, then you attract people that are able to be there or give to you in that way without you having to ask, you know, or have big conversations around it. Right. All right. Okay. You hang in there, Colette, just as they do healing. I mean, the thing is, is the love real? Love is always real. It, 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 it is. But I think you're getting clearer about, what you really need and want, and maybe what what signs to look for to tell you is that a possibility, you know? For the future. Okay. Yes, absolutely. All right, Colette, you take care. Which Thank means? you. You're welcome. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. My name, um, it's Cynthia. I called in last week, actually. Okay. Hey, Cynthia. Hi. Um, hi. So um, I wanted to see if you saw anything as far as now I'm looking for a, a new apartment um, okay. to live. And uh, I was looking like in Mill Creek area. And okay. 
Kirkland, and I don't know what is gravitating. I have to go fast because um, the energy is very um, contentious with my old landlord. Yeah. Okay, I can feel that. What was the one, Mill Creek, and what was the other one? Um, Kirkland. Kirk? Or Kirkland. Okay, and Bossel, actually, it's Bossel. And Bossel, okay. Yeah. Hmm. And Bossel, okay, the Mill Creek looks good. There seems to be something a little bit off with Kirkland. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because I'm not. Yeah. 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 But the last, the, fir- the first one and the third one read very strongly. And also what's nope. coming up around is also like signing documents. So that would tell me that you are, you know, definitely there could be a, you know, a lease being signed. Um, I almost am getting like a temporary energy from you, though. Like it, it may not be the end-all, be-all place. Um, it definitely does show a move. Are you wanting to move out of the area at some point, or is this the move out well, of the area? My job, I need to be at the office now, and the office is about an hour away from where I live now. Oh, are you moving closer? Closer to the office, not I'm, – I'm moving – That's what I – Yeah. Okay, because it seems like you're moving out of the area from where you're at now. I I feel like a bigger move. Um, Here's the thing, Cynthia, I would say. I would just, yes, you're going to definitely find a place to move. I would definitely, yeah, do your move. Do see kind of a reassessing. It could be into anywhere from, it's winter months, so it could be the close of this year into February, March of next year. Okay. Where you're sitting down. I see you writing things out. Now, this could be, it's a combination, expenses, bills, what you want to do, what you want to make. You are going to be, I feel, making some bigger decisions around work or where you work or how you work. Um, now, I don't know if I'm seeing a vacation or the next place you have has a pool. Do you, I feel like there's a pool. Are some of the places you're looking at, does it have like a yeah, recreation? Yeah, okay, I, I see a pool. Because I see you sitting by the pool, <laughs> kind of it's warmer weather. And um, so it could be even summer months. The shift for you starts around February, March, I feel. It's a little, if you get a little taste of it end of the year, and then you kind of push it to the side, and then it kind of comes up. And um, But I do see you by a pool, and there's a, an umbrella there. Sometimes some kids in there, and you're kind of staring off. I don't know if you're journaling or you're, like, writing a, you know, to-do list or this is what I want, like, my life to look like, a vision. I'm taking – so – this move, just get there, intermediary, it'll be fine. And then I feel right. like um, you've got some, like, really taking the bull by the horns, you know, taking the, the, the lead or leash of your life is coming up next year. 
Yeah, I've actually been thinking of moving to Florida, so that would be a pool. <laughs> well, that's also, but see, that's what I'm saying. There's a bigger that's move, and that means your job will be changing. Yeah. You know, the location. Yeah. So ultimately, there is a bigger move. That's what I was trying to get at, moving out of it completely out of the area. And it's going to yeah. be great. It's going to be absolutely great. Really? So whether oh, you do it now yeah. or next year after you have a think on things, it, it's a, I feel it's a destiny issue. Um, okay. So there's no need to rush. Just do what for you, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah, because it's yeah. kind of um, not in the plans right now, but it's coming up in my head a while. That's why I'm saying, see, the thing is, I feel like once you're in this next place and you can kind of relax, because I, I'll be honest with you, I see some stuff not unpacked. There's okay, some boxes, sure. there's some stuff you're going to have in the closet or storage or something, because you're just going to have this feeling. It's like your higher self is starting to peek through. You're okay. going to be having less, there's not going to be the contention the place is going to be okay. It's not going to be your ideal, but you're going to be right. focused a lot on work and money and putting stuff aside. And then you're going to be having to think, hmm, where do I really want to live and where do I really want to be? And, you know, but I see it falling into place because either you, either you work remotely or you get another job. Right. I don't know. But I see the larger move. and I see you planning it out. You're writing, to, oh, I saved this much. I put this aside, paid this off. Okay. I could afford this and not have to worry. It, okay, it would cost, you know, you're writing it all out. And then there's mm-hmm. like almost like this to-do list, but then there's this visioning part of it. It's like, okay, I see myself here and living here. You may even go there and visit. I, I almost feel like there's friends or somebody there that can help you. Um, okay. Also, so, yeah, you're definitely on the right track. Things are going to fall into place. Um and then you just kind of take things, like I said, and move. And I can hear you tell, talking to a, a woman friend saying, oh, I can't believe I t- took so long or I should have done this sooner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you're going to tell yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's so you. It's like, that's so you. But, yeah, but it's okay. You want the eyes, you know, dotted and T's crossed. That's fine. That's, a, that's good. Yeah. That's a good sign. Yeah, you know, get those those little duckies in a row, and you're. But you are. I will be honest. You're at a. You're at an intermediary place. You're at a midpoint. Yep. Yep. Like like so many people are right now, and that's okay. That's, um, you know, it, it's just it's the process right now, for so many. Okay. You know? pro- yeah. Yeah. We're 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 uh, we're just in the middle part, in the, in yeah. the cocoon. We're in the cocoon, yeah. not the not the butterfly yet. We're in the luminal yeah. well, stage. Well, you've got a butter. You've got the thing is your your butterfly wingies are trying to come. It's just not the space for it. Gotcha. Right. Right. Yeah. So sometimes we know. Well, I can't really expand my wings as much as I want here. It's like it's like being around people where you know some kind of social situation, just not to bring up certain things or say certain things or do certain right. things. Yeah, and that's and that's all it's about. But those wings are there. They might be clipped a little, but they're there. They're there <laughs> fully. Right. Right. Okay. 
Thank you. Thank you. That that helps a lot. It gives me some uh, optimism and what's going good, on. Good. Now you're Between you're on misery. track. It isn't. Yeah. No, you're on track. I mean, a lot of it's just like you're being guided. It might like look at it on the outside or to the ego portion, but you're definitely, um, yeah, definitely on track. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome, I appreciate Cynthia. Keep us posted. Glad to be last... here. Okay. Good Then last time. Yeah, no, this was a lot better than last time when I called. <laughs> oh, the energy oh. Well, you must have done some little shift. What would you do? <laughs> well, I confronted the person, and then they told me another crazy lie, and then I just kind of dealt with the higher spirit, and I said, okay, I don't want to take on all this negativity and this energy, so I have to shift it to bring yeah. something new despite this betrayal uh, of yeah. this person. So. I can't. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Any well, I think I told you that. I think they had a. They didn't want they, the money, right? Was it they? They have a certain thing, a protocol, or something. They now, something very now they changed it. They they changed it and said they're going to do this as a Title Eight housing. So they just shifted it again. That they're going to, you know, yeah. have it for somebody. But that's, see, that's so also everything about the do, money. But it. see, it's about the money. That's yeah. Collect, that, that's all about the money because you get government subsidy for Title Eight. Yep. So, um, but you know what, you know, you just said something that is so key and I brought it up at the top of the podcast. So I want to redirect people that are listening. This is what I'm talking about. The, the evaluation, reevaluation, the reallocating of energy. You mm-hmm. had to decide, do I want to put my energy into this or not? Do I want to fight this? Do I want to stand up? No, I want to take my energy and apply it, you know, over here in this direction. So yeah. I'm seeing that for a lot of people right now, and that's a, that's part of the allocation of energy. What do you really want to do? What is the right thing for this energy? Just let, leave something alone, just let it be, or you, you literally take your marbles, you take your energy, you take your crystals, pick them up, and you move them to another place. You know what I mean? So I, mm-hmm. so it's really good. It's really good. And again, on a human ego level, does it make sense? Because it's like, well, that's not fair. It's a betrayal. Right. Yeah. But this person has. I'm telling you, it's all about the recouping of that money. It's about the money. For some reason, they're feeling they're not getting enough money there, or they lost money, whatever it is. So whatever they have to do. I mean, if they have to paint that place red and make it a bordello, they will. You know what I mean? They don't. Yeah. No, they don't. They want to put yeah. homeless in there, unhoused. It doesn't matter. They want to turn it into a garden party, and they're going to get paid so much money. So I think yeah, you did the right thing because you're you're looking at what's best for you, you know. Yeah, and you I don't want to literally. You just said it perfectly. Yeah, I can't live around that energy. It's it's no. that, their energy. You said it's never going to shift, and and that's no. that's their, their that's their issue. But I I can't live around that energy. I can't live in an apartment giving them my money towards that energy. There's just like no yeah. way. Yeah. And your energy, your very amazing energy. So, well, good for you for connecting into higher spirit, connecting into your yeah. higher source, higher Thanks. power, higher self, and just, uh, yeah, getting the message. That, that's wonderful. Uh, thank you a lot for sharing that. I really appreciate it. It's a, yeah. Thank you, Michelle. Really good Help. example of shifting. Yeah. All right, Cynthia, talk to you again. Take care. Thanks.
You're welcome. Oh, I love hearing that. Oh, my God. Okay, we do have a lot of callers in the queue, but are you just listening or did you want to get on air? Did you have a question or a comment or wanted to share something? So press 1 on your keypad if you want to get on air. Um, those of you that are wanting to listen by phone, that number is 347-539-5122. And you press 1 on the keypad to get on air. Your question, your comment, or to get a reading. Okay, so I never know, do I... Do I pick up? Then I get the emails. I was waiting for you. You kept talking. Well, I'll keep talking. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what I got to do. Um, let's see. How was it in the chat? Most people listen. It's very interesting. I'm noticing a shift. A lot of people listening. Well, obviously, most people listen to the archives later, the replays. But um, a lot of people listening by phone these days. So are you on the go and not wanting to? Good time to be on the go. Okay, so while we see what's unfolding, any questions in the chat? Any questions on the phone lines? Waiting for our guestie to come to come on the air. Also, hey Lynn, Lynn's in the chat. Okay, somebody got in. Okay, and Jackie's in. Okay. So one of the things, I mean, it kind of dovetails into what has been going on for people, this really looking at yourself as an energetic being and reallocating, reprioritizing. And I, I'm saying re because you need to prioritize. Probably many of you have prioritized or you put energy aside or a focus aside, uh, time, money, and now you're reprioritizing, you're reallocating. Try to see where you feel the energy leading you. And one thing I like to do is you can do it sitting or standing. I've taught this in a lot of my courses. And think about something that you have to do. Now, mind you guys, okay, if it's dishes and tax, you know, things like that, budget, okay, there are things that maybe your heart, sometimes your heart will open wide for it too, but sometimes it doesn't. So that, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. But even what you need to do during the day or evening, you know, what's your schedule, your routine, um, see if there is a slight leaning. Some of you will get a psychic flash, like an opening, like go in that direction. You'll feel more energy there, right? Some of you will feel less energy. Or you might even get a flash like a aperture kind of closing. Or you might perceive the situation, the circumstance, the, the, the job or the person at more of a distance, which means they're just off doing something, doing their own thing. Uh, there's some kind of shift. And here's the thing. You don't have to necessarily know cognitively, you know, the lower mind, the beta consciousness. You don't have to necessarily know why. It's just to follow the energy, to be more present to the energetics of the situation and their and your and your life, what you, the message that you're getting. You'll understand why later. I mean, this is whether you want to call it to the subconscious or unconscious or creative unconscious. This is that higher principle of you, that quantum aspect of you speaking. It speaks through archetypal imagery, messages, symbols, um, and so it's about intuiting that. 
and making a note so why we don't push. That's where the reallocation of energy is. So we don't push in a direction that's actually the energy is waning. And those of you that are astrologers or follow the moon, you know that. This is the life cycle. In other words, the moon, when the moon is waxing, that means it's gaining momentum. The full moon is a culmination. A lot of people think it's an ending, but the, the ending actually happens um, after, you know, after, like two to three days, four days after uh, the, the full moon. That's the letting go, the balsamic. Um, or disseminating, disseminating, releasing something, sharing, talking, and then it gets the energy wanes. So perhaps ask yourself what's waxing and waning in your life. And without freaking out, you know, get support, journal, whether you work with a therapist or soul coach or what, whatever, spiritual coach or friend or mentor, teacher, or in a workshop. Speak it. It feels like this is waning because I will tell you if something is waning, something is waxing. You may not be able to see it with your physical eye. You may not cognitively understand what's going on on the, on the conscious level, the beta level. But on your intuitive level, on the inner level, you will see, and we all see this, right, in retrospect. Oh, my God. Now I look back. Yes, that was ending, and this new thing was coming in, you know. So this is about connecting to the energetics before the concrete or tangible situation is there the reality um so i hope that helps um you know so many great questions you guys had today and comments and insights great wisdom and suggestions from all of you um and i'm going to go back to cynthia when she said i don't want to the shift i don't want to put my energy into that you know you're allowed to say that in your life all right, so like I think we have our guest here for the second half of the program, and um, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Catherine Shaneberg um, is going to be joining us for an awakening conversation. I really look fellow transpersonal psychologist. I look forward to chatting with her. Um, she's also a teacher, author, creator of School of Images. Uh, author of Kabbalah and the Power of Dreaming, Awakening the Visionary Life, uh, Dream Birth, Transforming the Journey of Childbirth, and an upcoming book, The Kabbalah of Light. Woo! All up our alley, folks. Let's see. Catherine, hello. Hello. Thank you. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, your lip, the little low, if you can turn up the volume a bit. Let's see. Oh, I just turned up mine. Yeah, I turned up mine right to the top. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so just, just we're going to have an interesting little delay. I've got a little delay. Let's see. If it gets too bad, I'll have you call back in. Okay. So, um Let's just get a little bit of your background on what brought you to what you're doing. And I love you, Kabbalah, the power of dreaming, awakening the visionary life. I mean, wow, powerful. That's the first book. The second book is already out, by the way, the Kabbalah of Life. Oh, the Kabbalah of Life? Okay, yes. Um, Okay, I'm going to have you call back in, and I'll pick up right away. We have a we have a delay, and I'm hearing myself okay. way too much. <laughs> Thank you. 
I was just looking in the chat and writing in the chat, and I forgot. Oh, Michelle, you're on air. There's dead air. Okay, here we go. Let's see, Catherine, if we got her back. Catherine? Yes, I'm back. <laughs> okay, great. It's a little better. Then we'll have to deal with it. Um, yeah, it's kind of going in and out. Let's see. How about now, Catherine? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's um, kind of want to know, I always ask people their first first awakening, awakening to the path of introspection, more consciousness, and then how people got, how did you start doing what you're doing now? So I also want to know about the school of images too. Got a lot of, you got a lot of goodies here, a lot of goodies that you're doing. Yes. <laughs> well, I've always done this. So um, practice was my natural way of being was to look inside. So I can't mm. tell you when it started because the, my first memories are of doing that and of dreaming. In fact, my mother was very <laughs> upset with me and always said, you're dreaming your life away, which I can do very happily. <laughs> ah, so you didn't get dissuaded by that? No. I mean, she did try very hard to dissuade me, but nothing else really took my attention. This did. Mm. And, uh, and I went on doing that all my childhood. And I had all sorts of methodologies to be able to live in the outer world because I was mainly living in the inner world. Yeah. So at school, this, this was complicated. And I had a whole, I had a pouch in which the voice of the teacher would go and I could actually play it back so I would know what the question was. Ooh. I so know that about living life. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I did the same. I was very much in the inner inner life, inner world. And um, so it's nice to meet a, another person that uh, was like that and grew up like this. How, what helped you in navigating this? Because we may have people listening that either they're going through this or uh, lately I think children. What yeah, helps navigate this and uh, yeah, a lot of children understand. What helps navigate this and understand this? Well, I, I'm not sure I understood it uh, mentally for a long, long time. But I was, I was always following the inner voice, and I checked on it mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and again. If the inner voice said, "If you take your ball out into the garden, you're going to lose it." I would take the ball out into the garden to check. I yeah. was constantly checking the inner voice um, in many yeah. different ways, even in uh, drastic ways. Like if you take your bicycle, you're going to fall. Well, I found that mm-hmm. interesting enough that I would take the bicycle, I would fall, and I would check, okay, I verified the inner voice is telling me the truth. <laughs> Yeah. So this way you could really listen, right? You could learn. See, I do the same. I always check. I get confirmations. I, this is powerful information that you're giving. Um, because then my, I would imagine that by you doing this, you began to trust that part more and more. Totally. And I, and I really recommend that method because it's the only way for somebody to begin to trust the inside. Now, yeah. looking in is a practice. Now, mm-hmm. I did that naturally in my childhood. 
but later when I met my teacher, I was formally trained in looking in. And the more you look in, the, the, the more you practice this, the more clear the inner voice gets. Yes. It, do, it does take practice, just like anything else, right? Right. And it takes verification. Yes, yes. I love that you're saying this. Okay, people in the chat are saying still low. You, you turn the mic all the way up. Um, it almost sounds like you're calling from overseas, Catherine. I am um, in the perfect place. I have, we have perfect internet. Okay. I don't know what else sure. to do. Okay, that's okay. I mean, I can hear you fine, people in the chat. So it's probably going to be okay. It's a little um, staticky, but probably, who knows? There could be some connection through the um, the computer. You want me to but take I can the hear earphones you. off? Would you like me oh, to let, take the earphones let's off? Tr- let's try that. Let's see what happens yeah. with that. Okay, hold on. Okay. Here. How about this? Here. Is this Ooh, better? Much better. Woo, yes, Catherine, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, much better. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's so good I can, so something, I can turn down my vote. Something with so the inner. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they said perfect in the chat. Perfect. Okay, great. Because I don't want to miss what you have to um, say. I love what you're. Um, well, let's do, because I'm so. I'm, so curious. I mean, gosh, there's so much to share here with you. Um, I do want to get to your book that's out already, the, the Kabbalah of Light, another interest of mine. I studied not quite as many. Come out. Yeah, oh, it came where? out about two weeks ago um, okay. at Inner Traditions. And so it Can people it get it on Amazon? To... Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So let's. Um... Catherine, you're like the the deserter or d'oeuvre tray. Which one do I start with? There's so much here. <laughs> oh, well, let's let's talk about Kabbalah maybe because yeah. uh, many people don't yeah. know what Kabbalah is. Yeah. And Kabbalah, yeah. um, what I'm talking about is the most ancient Kabbalah, the 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 one that really began everything in terms of uh, let's say biblical texts. Um, because it was a shamanic way. And people yeah. walked the desert, and because there was nothing to hold their attention, they would start looking inward. Or the mystery of the vastness of the desert would take them, and they would start to commune with the mystery or with God. So yeah. um, Kabbalah really means uh, surrendering to an inner vision inner gazing um, it's, uh, we, we surrender to the revelation that comes to us when we ask the question I'm walking in the desert and I'm wondering where are you God right? and then suddenly I have a yeah. revelation mm. and maybe it's, uh, maybe it's an incredible uh, fountain that rises up in front of me and I'm filled with freshness and delight and I know that uh, this mystery comes from inside of me and rises up and is creative and powerful and changes my whole being. Even my physical body feels more refreshed. So that's mm-hmm. how it started. 
And if we look now, Catherine, uh, this at, is this yeah. this this conversation. What you're saying is is so not only pivotal. I've got I've got goosebumps all over, but so synchronistic to our earlier talk and call. So I hope everybody, people, listen, re-listen in the archive. The surrender. Can you talk a bit about that? Because I feel we're at this place right now in the collective where this is precisely what we're being all asked to do at varying levels. Some people are better at it than others. Some people's like, ah, I don't know how to do it at all. The surrendering well, to this inner, yes, what you're talking everybody about. Everybody knows how to do it. Yeah, I think ah, everybody knows okay. how to do it because okay. I think that everybody can say, I heard a little voice. The, 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 you know, the biblical text calls it a still small voice, a little voice mm-hmm. that says, yeah. turn right, uh, don't take your bicycle, or if you take the ball, you're going to lose it. You know, it talks to us, right? Right. And we all have that. It's a very mysterious little thing, this tiny little voice. And in, in some occasions, of course, it's a thundering voice. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on Mount Sinai where God spoke to Moses, it's a thundering voice. Small voice we all have. And we, we hear it. It'll say, um, you're going to have three children, two boys mm-hmm. and a girl. And, mm-hmm. and people remember that because it has a particular sound to it. It's very simple. It's very uh, uh, intimate. It's, it's, uh, you don't doubt it. It's your inner voice. Yeah. Why it's that way is, is a great mystery. It's as yeah. if we are suddenly aligned to the universe and to our particular mission in life, and it's telling us, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So how did so you, I guess you said it's a say, discipline. Yeah. It is a discipline. But what I wanted to say before we go there is that Kabbalah seems to be a Jewish mystical path, but the Kabbalah I'm talking about, anybody can do it. Mm. Anybody can turn in and look in and have visions and has dreams. Anybody has dreams. So this methodology is for everybody. And our work is to, is to bring our conscious mind to look in and surrender to what the subconscious wants to show us. Yeah. So really what you're talking, I mean, whether it's Jewish mysticism, Christian mysticism, it's the mystic. It's the mystical or the mysticism. Well, um, Christian mystics did exactly that, right? They would yeah. contemplate Jesus Christ and have visions. Yeah. Um, yeah, have visions so, or, or even before, yeah. So what, what, what could be helped? So it, it really, I'm, I'm hearing from you, it's just this practice of saying, and maybe a commitment in practice, which is disciple, discipline, discipleship, to listen to that part and have those confirmations. Maybe that's part of the practice for people right now is how to, you know, maybe make an inner commitment. I'm going to do this now. I'm, I'm, well, I think I'm going to listen. To because today we have so much uh, outside information. Mm-hmm. And it's very confusing. Nobody really knows what they should do. Mm-hmm. Now, the inner 
the, the inside knows what you should do. And mm-hmm. so it's of very immediate uh, importance and value for us to return to learning how to do this. Because mm-hmm. I may be walking down this path and there are five or six different opportunities for me. I don't know which one to take. But if I stop and I turn in and I can ask my dreams at night or I can ask in the daytime um, in, a, in a gazing, I'm going to get an answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's so powerful because that answer, when we really hear it, um, it's absolute. We don't question it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's the training is to learn to do this, right? I could do my, yeah. um, you know, uh, due diligence, and then I have to sit down and look in. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I was talking to uh, uh, an old student of mine who's been doing the work for a long time. He was a big CEO of an international company, and um, he did all the work, but he did it for his business. And he would ask the question, should I hire this person? Should I sell this part of the company? Should I do this? Should I do that? And he's obtained, he signed his last contract uh, two days ago. He obtained everything he had set out to do. Mm. I think the thing that I'm really hearing, yeah, the thing that I'm hearing is, is to use it, but it, 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 it needs to be a part. You have to make the commitment, that discipline to, to use it. Um, let me ask you without, the book. You have, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, without commitment, it's not going to work. It's, it really is a practice of committing to listening, to turning our eyes inward, whether we do it at night in our dreams and we write our dreams in the morning, that's a commitment. Mm-hmm. And we, we hear what the dream has to tell us. And the dream may actually say to us, um, I have a problem here and I'd like you to deal with it. So the dream may mm-hmm. show me that there's a problem, like let's say uh, a bathtub is blocked up and so the dream is asking me to repair that situation and in the process Mm. I'm dialoguing with my inside I'm developing that practice Mm. yeah it goes back to the the follow-through the really the the commitment the discipline to just do make it part of your part of your life Um, well I I always tell my my students you've got a very important question are you ready to hear the answer if you're ready, we'll do the exercise. Are you ready? <laughs> Sometimes they tell me I'm not ready. <laughs> so I say, well, we'll wait until you're ready. Yeah, you'll wait till you're ready. Do you find sometimes that sometimes we don't, even if we don't ask that question, we don't get the, the guidance or the message because we're not ready? <laughs> It has to be a burning question. No, it has to be a burning question. And it has to have been so burning, so powerful that it becomes simple. Mm -hmm. Right? If if it's not a burning question, the the inside won't answer. It's going to answer whatever other burning question you have, but not that one. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you, you, you can't fool the universe. You can't fool God. You can't fool spirit, however you want to put it. What really is on your mind and burning is that's, right, that's the one that's going to come through. That's the one that's exactly. going to be. Yeah, the, the real. Um, so it's, it's really now, a practice in focusing, learning how mm-hmm. to focus. And you mean on the on the question or what or well that clear or what's getting clearer and clearer as to what I'm really asking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, language is so important, right? Getting clear on what it is, what is it? What is the right question? What is yes? That if you could talk a little bit about that, because if you don't have the right question or what really reflects what we really want to know or need to know what's important to us, that's, again, that's... Um, I have I have a few exercises in the book about the question, but... Um, oh, good. Yeah, but, but really, um, you know, it takes, it takes a little while. Let's say I'm mm-hmm. wondering if I should stay in this relationship. So mm-hmm. I, need, I may need to gather different parts of of this relationship as as images, right? And mm-hmm. say flowers. Okay, uh, this part of the relationship is a uh, daisy, and that part is a uh, rose, and that part is uh, is a uh, thistle. Mm-hmm. And take a look and pull pull it all together into a bouquet, and maybe that bouquet. Um, when I look at it in a mirror, it's not quite what I want. So I start pruning. Mm-hmm. And maybe when I finish pruning, I have the exact bouquet I want. And what is astonishing about that is if we do it that way, um, our relationship changes. Mm. Because yeah. the images are, are the key. The images are the key to our inside, right? They're the language yeah. of our body, right? Yes. Um, which brings us a bit to your school of images. Uh, if you could touch yeah. on that a bit, because I, I agree, imagery is so important. The images we receive and or put out, um, what we notice, these are all messages, Um what is well, the to school me, of images? And talk a little bit to the creator of the school of images. What's the premise of it? What do you teach? And then well, the premise is, it's just, it's, yeah, it's really to remember our original language. And our original mm. language is, a, is an, a body language. It's in, in sensations and colors and sense and touch, right? And it, mm. it coheses mm. as images. So if I think, let's say, of somebody I love, I may suddenly see uh, a burning fire. Mm. And, 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 and the image is really describing in sensational terms my feeling for this person. So it's mm. our original language. It's, it's uh, what we had before the Tower of Babel. <laughs> right. Before... We started having many different conscious languages. We had the, the language of the body. 
Yeah. And so when when we talk Kabbalah, we're receiving it. We're receiving it in the language of the body, which is images, and also very simple language. Mm. But mainly images. So the school of images is about um, teaching people how to turn their conscious mind back to look into the subconscious mind. It's like God hovering over the abyss, the the waters, and then suddenly light appears, and then suddenly order appears. And we do that whenever we dream at night. This is the beginning of, of the creation. God hovers over the waters, and light appears, and then order appears. And so mm-hmm. we do that when we dream. We're letting our mm-hmm. conscious mind turn into the con- subconscious, and light appears, and suddenly a scenario appears that is talking to us in the language of the body. And the body is always telling us the truth. Oh, boy, so these images the are always telling us the truth. Mm. So one thing I find so profound if we, if, yeah, yeah. one thing that you're saying too, so for, because we are creating this order, right? Energetically to our yeah. dreams and even waking, we're putting the right. order of what we want to experience and or manifest um, by the impressions we receive, we put out there, by, by what we do during our day. That's creating, I love how you're saying that. That's creating that, the, the order of our existence. We are. We're co-creators. Believe we create our life. <laughs> we can't mm-hmm. be neutral about this. We have to to take charge, and we have to do this maneuver of looking inwards, so that our subconscious tells us where to go. Yeah. And it's that commitment to that maneuver that is really going to help us to have a more a more um, conscious, a more uh, expanded life. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely think and feel it's crucial in this next paradigm. Some people say new earth, whatever, this new, will everyone do it? Maybe not. But I do feel that there is a large group or part of the collective that is very much going to be living exactly by what you are um, sharing and and defining. I, I totally, totally believe that. Uh, I believe that it's now. I think that, you know, during the 17th century with the scientific enlightenment, um, people moved away from superstition because because imagery and the the real work of of image and dream had become superstitious. And so the scientific enlightenment was, well, we are looking at the, the outside, the facts, And now we've come full circle, and the scientific establishment is coming back to the truths of the mystic, and we're there now. Yeah. And so I believe the scientists and the mystics are finally meeting back where they're supposed to be, where the conscious mind looks into the subconscious and asks a a question. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to come back together where that there was that split, like you're speaking of, that yeah. these disciplines will will come back together and, and even overlap. Um, so really what you're saying, I, I just feel if people start just even the 
the bits that you've shared today are so helpful in people getting in in sync with, you know, not only in sync with this through the collective or the group consciousness, but their individual, you know, most importantly. Um, Catherine, let's talk a bit about the Kabbalah Light. You said just came out a couple weeks ago uh, through Inner Traditions Publishing. It's also on available, those of you that are listening, on Amazon. But Kabbalah of Light, let's talk a little bit about, you touched on Kabbalah, but why Kabbalah of Light? Well, every time that you have a dream, you're looking into the darkness. Your eyes are closed. You're looking into the darkness. Where does this light come from? It's something mm-hmm. incredibly powerful. It's what the, the Kabbalists call the light of creation. I'm looking mm. in. There's no sun or moon or stars or anything. I'm looking into the darkness and light appears. So basically mm. the Kabbalah of light, as I describe it, is a way to enlighten us. The more we do mm. it, the more we practice it, the more we have light in our bodies. And we do mm. what, uh, you know, Einstein t- said, you know, we're not, na- we're not matter, we're really energy, we're really light. Mm-hmm. So the more we look in, the more we become uh, filled with light. And so the practice, the, the practice is twofold. It's the night dream, but it's also the daytime waking dream. And it's mm-hmm. a whole practice um, with uh, very short, I call them sapphire imagery exercises. They're very short exercises that give a little jolt and move the, mm-hmm. the mental, imi- uh, mental ideas away so that we can truly, truly see the subconscious. And we practice many different, let's say, questions so that the subconscious becomes very active and starts to play with mm-hmm. us and give us ideas about different things yeah. we're asking about. Right? Yeah. I call it a neurosis of the soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because then everything becomes, a, it is anyway alive, but now we're in this panel play where, where it's almost surreal. Everything is speaking to us. It, everything is, a, is, is interacting, you know, with us. There's this, Interaction, interconnectedness. It's a great big organism, and we're part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And and we should be playing a role in it because because it asks us to. And if we don't, then it's not very nice to us, right? We get stagnant. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, something that you're saying, I think, is so. kind of enlightening as being these co-creators and we're, and we're meant to live this way. This is where the, the true fulfillment comes in. But as you said earlier, it starts by looking within. It's that practice, that discipline. That right. seems to be the portal or the, the gateway to it all, right? It's not external. I believe that, no, I believe that it is the gateway. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there, there are different uh, traditions, you know, Zen Buddhism does it by eliminating every thought, every image. Um, mm-hmm. But this, the mysticism, the Western mysticism, and also Tibetan mysticism has gone through the farthest of images. So we go through them more and more and more and more 
exploring the subconscious, the more the subconscious becomes illuminated. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it becomes light. So um, I actually show that as a, a ladder of dreams from the mm-hmm. nightmare, which is very dark and, 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 uh, and heavy colors, like heavy red and dark. And then we go mm-hmm. up the ladder, and the colors get clearer and clearer. The clear dream, the, the dream that is trying to show us the way becomes natural colors. The great dream is colors of gem-like beauty. And then finally we have dreams of light and union that are pure, pure light. So we learn to, the more we're clearing up and activating the subconscious so every stagnant trauma dissolves and then the subconscious becomes more and more um, active and brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then do you find that there's been this just seamless connection with the subconscious the more that you I did connect not... into it? I say that again? Forgive me, I didn't quite oh, would you? Okay, would you find then that there's more and more a seamless connection to the oh, subconscious? Totally. Let's say, yeah, okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, so it's much Meaning more that accessible, no, right? It's yeah, a, it's, you're no dreaming difference. all the time. We're dreaming day and night. We just don't know it, but we're dreaming all the time because it's your body language. So as I'm sitting here, my body is dreaming. Uh, I'm sitting in a comfortable position or not in a comfortable position. I may have some yellow somewhere and some red somewhere else. <laughs> I'm dreaming it as we go along. So we're dreaming all the time. And we, we need to make that connection. You know, in the ancient tarot decks, you have the empress and the emperor. And contrary to the modern decks, the emperor and the empress look at each other with loving eyes. Yes. And yes. the empress, empress is the subconscious. The emperor is the conscious mind. And that's at the beginning of the decks where they're telling you, this is what you need to do. Yeah, it's like conjunctio, right? It's the divine marriage, the conjunctio, Absolutely. the divine masculine feminine coming together. Um, oh, I love tarot symbolism. Yeah, if you get the, they're meant, to, they're meant to work synergistically. Um, they are. Together. And they're saying subconscious and conscious mind working together. That's mm-hmm. why I believe that we're entering an age where, uh, Men and women are going to be equal in a deep, um, you know, mystical way um, Mm -hmm. in a deep marriage, right? And I believe we're coming to an age where there's going to be equality of this sort, where the subconscious mind and the conscious mind will be uh, both respected and, and, uh, you know... um, held together working together it's not going to be we're going only towards science or we're going only towards mysticism right we're one organism yes and it is one organism and it's interesting you say this because that split has split the 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 culture or cultures we need it's it's bringing that 
like you said, with the emperor and empress, the, the, within the tarot, within ourselves, it's bringing that was that was split. Um, it's bringing well, that we're, together we're, within ourselves. When you think of the incredible uh, duality that is happening in our lives today, right? Black and white mm. and Democrat and Republican, and, you know, we're all split into very, mm-hmm. um, very uh, dual positions and, and uh, hard positions. And life is not about that. It's about the beauty of planting a garden together. Yeah. Many layers, yeah. many different flowers, many different plants. Mm. That's Bringing the layers together. Bringing those layers together. Well, right. Catherine, we're winding out of time now. Let's um, want to know where people people can find you. What's the best way for people that want more information about you and what you um, do in your in this field? Well, What's the, the schoolofimages.org is the is the website. The okay. schoolofimages.org. And there's a lot of information on the website. It's a new website, so it's growing as we speak. But mainly the, the most important information is already on it. Okay, perfect. And, of, and course, of course, the book, uh, the, the, book yeah. the Kabbalah of Light, yes. Available on Amazon where books, oh, books are sold. Um, gosh, thanks for being on the program and really appreciate you taking the time. To come and share. I really appreciate being able to talk to you. (laughs) Yeah, likewise, likewise, Catherine. Come back anytime, okay? Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Okay, folks, you see how always synchronistic. I hope you guys listen to the replays and then the archives. A lot of gems, a lot, what Catherine said really synchronistically fit in perfectly to some of the callers and some of the um, questions and issues. Um, Kind of what she said really underscored also what I was sharing and what came through in the reading. Um, Love you all so much. Um, Oh, Lynn is saying, do you feel these activations are happening even when we may not perceive them or is it important to be in meditative state? Um, I feel that the activations are happening, but we but to allow them to more completely happen, we have to go with the energy, align to the energy, and know know what's going on. Just like pausing, like we had that question from uh, was it no Colette, I think yeah, no Amlin about tripping over oneself. You know what's interesting. Uh, and in the type of transpersonal inner work that I do, we're, we're taught the subtext. Like that's what's really going in our life. We have this subtext that we say, and sometimes it's easier to work with a therapist that can help you. But like I'm tripping over myself or I'm tripping over my words or I, I, I tripped and fell or I was racing around and I tripped. So that's a message from the subconscious, from the body was the higher self and, and through the, the, the body wisdom What's the subtext there? What's, in other words, the message. You may be telling someone that your story, but then if you know what to look for, there's a subtext, racing around and tripped. 
So what would that message be to you? Well, I would look at it as I need to slow down, maybe be more intentional in my steps, or have I need, do I need to meditate more? Did I need to journal? What do I need to do? There's a message there from my very own self. So the activations are happening, the potential for the activations, again, it depends how much clarity, how much inner work, if you're aware. Sometimes the inner work is just being aware, I want to take my focus away from that. That's draining me. See, inner work, yes, it's, it's repatterning, it's emotional clearing, it's hypnotherapy, it's all of that. But beyond that, it's the day-to-day inner work of, and that's that meditation. It's getting in that meditative state, which might just be a contemplation to look and go, oh, I feel that from my intuition. That small, still voice is coming in, or it's bringing me an image that something is lessening in my life. So now instead of fighting it and, or freaking out about it, I can go, okay, my inner work now is, What's, what's picking up? Where do I feel more joy or fulfillment or an increase in energy? That's inner work. So it's inner vision. It's, the, it's, it's getting to the inner vision or the messages that are coming through and aligning to them. And then that allows the, the shifts to take place and the activations to take place. Because even if we have like a, let's say, a very traumatic experience, that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to shift to a higher vibrational frequency of that experience and understanding of it or use of it until we bring in that inner work. We're just wired like that. It's the conscious and the subconscious coming together. So unless we bring it to conscious awareness, then no, it doesn't. But bringing, but following the trajectory of the energy helps. Cool in, thanks for bringing it all together. Yeah, so that's the activation, you can feel it. Now, what do you do? Sometimes it's just pausing and feeling the activation and, go, and going, wow, I feel this energy coming through me, or now I have a different point of view on this. Or I, I shifted, and I'm thinking about this differently, or I really let this go. I really forgave. I really moved on from this. So it's that own, our own inner awareness that really – makes that shift, you know, become a change. And in the consciousness, it allows the activation to be embodied. That's what all that's about. It's about embodying the vibrational shift, right? Embodying how to not only be present to it, but to anchor it. All right, Radiant Soul Light, those are so amazing. I love you all. Thanks in the chat for being here. Thanks, everybody that is listening by phone, by replays, everyone that called in. Uh, thanks for sharing you. Thanks for co-creating this. All right, wishing you so much love, light, wisdom, and sparkles, fun. Wishing you some fun, fulfillment and fun. And until next time, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights. So important to share your insights. Keep shining. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.